Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we are talking about pigments. Pigments easily found around your home. That's right. Um, a lot of people don't have a ton of supplies, and sometimes you actually do have a ton of supplies. You just don't recognize them because they're disguised as other things. So I just wanted to take a little time to sit and chat with you guys about easily found things around the home that can be used in crafting, in paper crafting especially. Now, and we're going to also talk about some tips on how you can make things last a little bit longer. Oh, there's a pretty puppy. I'm actually jumping in the car. I threw the bike in the back of the SUV and we're headed to the park. We is me. (laughs) There's that illustrious we again. Um, Yeah, so I'm sitting there thinking... I bought way too many distress inks. Apparently I had to have every color known to under the sun. And I really only use about maybe six colors. I use pink, brown, green, blue, black, and sometimes, you know, an orange or a yellow or something like that every once in a while. But uh, um, maybe a red, maybe. Um, But you know, you don't really need that much. And um, it's almost more of a hassle to dig out the other stuff than it is just to grab what's close. And I guess I do use vintage photo and walnut stain. So two browns. One is a medium brown, vintage photo, and one is a, I would say, a deeper brown or a dark brown walnut stain. And just, yeah, depending on, you know, how the mood is that day or what happens to be close, um, that kind of picks which one gets used. But uh, let's say you don't have you know, a drawer full of distress inks and you're thinking, hmm, I want to play with the papers too, Pam, but uh, yeah, you know, these inks are expensive and I want some options. I want some options. You got any options? Yes. Yes, we have options. Um, I think the first alternative I started to use was um, shoe polish and I went to the Dollar Tree and I got this waxy style, you know, shoe polish in a tin and a little makeup sponge. And I started to use that on the edges of my paper and kind of a swirling technique, you know, uh, the old Tim Holtz method of bringing it in from the side and buffing it in slowly. Then, you know, just rubbing it on down the side as you go, like a little machine, trying that, um, using it with stencils. It works well with stencils, too. Um, And it kind of almost seals itself because it's got that wax component where it just sort of, um, I don't know, settles into the paper. And uh, I was really actually happy with that. And strangely enough, I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that it smelled like shoe polish because for some reason to me, that made it smell like leather. And when... You know, I don't know, something about old books and leather. A lot of old books were covered in leather, and there was this, I don't know, 
kind of a richness feel about it, like an old leather-bound book, you know, an old tome, an old, you know, sacred writing scripture. You know, a lot of Bibles were wrapped in leather. Actually, I just found a, a leather Bible at the Goodwill the other day, and it was only 75 cents, and it is gorgeous. I mean, the embossing on the... Uh, the uh, cover, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. But yeah, I started with shoe polish and uh, it went a long way. I mean, I could never get to the bottom of that tin. Um, I still have the original tin. And I think if it's even dried out and cracked at this point, but if I get in there and I still kind of rub and buff with my little makeup sponge, I can still get pigment off there and uh, easily, easily use it on paper. So just remembering that we have these other options is probably 90% of the game. The other easy go-to one that um, tons of pigment, let's let, who are we kidding? Makeup. Makeup is pigment. And um, you can use different kinds of makeup. The easy one to think of would be eyeshadow. And you can certainly get a lot of that uh, for not too much in the Dollar Tree. And it doesn't have, don't go for the expensive makeup. You want to use the cheap stuff here. And uh, you can also lay a little bit of glue stick down first before you apply your makeup because that will give it something to adhere to and uh, almost works like putting cornstarch over something sticky where it'll take away the stick the pigment will stick your color will stick and it will be stuck it'll be adhered which is kind of nice um, the other thing you can do is also mist it or spray it with a little bit of sealant spray, acrylic sealant spray that you can get in Hobby Lobby or Walmart um, or on Amazon. Um, you know, that kind of thing will help seal the top of the pigment down to the page if you're concerned that it might just rub off or dust off because, you know, just sticking powder on a page, it, it might just come off. Um, but odds are there's going to be some remnants of it, some trace, some... You know how when you, you know, you're eating cookies, maybe chocolate cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and you get like little fine dust of chocolate on you, on your white shirt. No matter what you do, you try and remove it. You try and dust it off as gingerly as possible, but somehow you get some pigment <laughs> on your white shirt. Yep. It's kind of like that. Like there will always be a little remnant, a little trace. And uh, that's a good thing when it comes to crafting, because if we're trying to get our pigments to adhere to our papers, um, the little smudge factor is sticking in, um, and it's usually due to the finger pressing down, trying to remove the stuff, and the oils from the finger blending with the powders kind of seals it in. And, and that's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. No, no, no. Um, another fun thing to play with is um, nail polish. That's right. If you don't have... Uh, liquid pearls or stickles or nuovo drops and all these uh nouveau drops what i call nuovo we have a we have a hair salon here called nuovo and i that's why i keep mixing that up nuovo drops um okay so uh yeah nail polish is great i mean nail polish is pigment nail polish is acrylic paint uh lacquer paint enamel paint um you know we you know there's all kinds of nail polish today gel nail polish all these other fancy stuff but they're all color and all these things can easily go ahead and color your papers. Um, 
you can draw with them, you can uh, do pointillism like dot painting, um, you can um, highlight the sides of pages, like maybe you want to do a page trim and just nail polish dots. Um, you can just do the dot 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 or you can actually use the brush to create shapes maybe lay the brush on its side and do blot 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 and that will give you leaf like designs Um, so you just gotta gotta think I mean a lot of this stuff is the same thing it's brushes or applicators with pigment and we start looking at the world like that then everything changes so pigment, pigment, pigment. Um, you know, go in your garage and rummage around and see what old house paints you have. Maybe you have some sample paints. If you've ever done that, you maybe bought, you know, like 10 different colors. You weren't quite sure what color you were going to paint a room or paint the outside of your house or something. All that stuff can be used in crafting. Where we use gesso, where we use our fancy white gesso, you can use a regular flat house paint and do the same thing and you're going to have a ton of it let's face it and you can probably get a lot of that at the thrift store you don't have to pay full price don't buy the expensive stuff buy the cheap stuff um i actually i got my chalk paint at the thrift store for next to nothing and chalk paint's really expensive to buy but if you come across that that's a very matte finish paint very dusty lots of chalk in it i guess um and that's very nice for crafting gives you a nice matte um uh, surface and uh, I think I did some rag rolling with a, a little a little dip into some chalk paint the other day, and that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, just remembering the different things that you can use as pigment. Um, now, you can also use some of more of your expensive craft items as pigment, but we're trying to think of things that are not normally craft items. So I'm not going to talk about watercolor and gelatos and, you know, markers and all that kind of stuff. But... Um, you know, let's go off. Let's go off the rails a little bit. Let's talk Kool-Aid. Let's talk Kool-Aid. Let's look at colored things. There's food color. Kool-Aid comes in a little packet. The unsweetened kind is mostly pigment and a little bit of carbohydrate in there or something. But um, yeah, there's a nice um, uh, pool of color that you can draw from there. And you can do splatter designs with it. You can like wet your page and then just sprinkle a little bit of the Kool-Aid and watch it explode into different little colors. I need to try that. And um, <laughs> But then you can also just mix a little bit up, make it very concentrated, and you can use that to stencil or spritz or do all sorts of fun things with. So. You can dye your pages in Kool-Aid. Now, let's not think archival here. We're not thinking this magic tome has to last a thousand years and we wouldn't put anything on our papers that might be acidic and uh, the papers will disintegrate in a hundred years. Yes, we're trying anything at this point. We are going big, going bold, going home with... There are no rules, and we're just going to see what happens. And that's the kind of fun of the experimentation part of it. You get to explore, and you get to try things on for size. Now, let's go into your fridge. Ah, oh my God, we've got a world of pigment in there. Just think about this. Do you have um, uh, purple or a red cabbage? Do you have onions with the yellow onion skins? Um, do you have avocados? Do you have I mean, so many things in the fridge? Um, blueberries, uh, cherries, cherry juice. Oh, yeah. Now, some of these things will change color. They won't be the color that you think they'll be. And sometimes things will go brown over time. So it's, it requires a little bit of experimentation. And I recommend uh, maybe, you know, YouTube being... Um, 
cherry juice, fresh cherry juice. You know how long does... Somebody's tried it, trust me. Somebody out there in the great world of YouTube has tried cherry juice. Somebody's tried blueberry juice. I've seen some videos on dyeing with blueberries and cherries and things like that. So I, it is done out there. It's a thing. <laughs> so, um, and you're not limited to just dyeing paper. You can also dye fabrics with these things. So, yeah, I want you to expand your horizons and, uh, you know, put on your big girl, big boy pants and try some fun things that maybe you didn't try. You know, especially, you know, even if you have all the supplies, you know, um, get out of your normal head. Just say, you know, today I'm going to try something different because you never know what direction that's going to take you. You're going to get ideas as you go through the process. Um, get your an old toothbrush out and dip it in your cherry juice and make splatters like with your thumb on the paper. Um, that's something fun we do with watercolor. Why can't you do it with cherry juice? How about beet juice? Somebody boil some beets and get that red color going and working for you. Um, I sometimes cheat and I use canned beets, not the sweet pickled kind, but just the plain canned beets. And the, it's like intense, intense pigment of, um, uh, I would say it's almost um, an intense fuchsia color. Um, a deep fuchsia. And it rocks. I mean, you can make beautiful papers out of that. So we have a lot of options in the pigment world in our universes. Um, You know, trying to think of... uh, Oh, uh, and in the makeup world, I wanted to expand more on that. Not just the eyeshadows. Um, Start to think about your foundations. Let's say you got a... You know, you were trying to match your skin color and you weren't even close. You came out looking pumpkin orange, whatever. Um, That stuff is pigment. Yeah. And uh, you can take a little bit of that on a makeup sponge and daub it on your pages or use it with your stencils. And you're going to get some cool images. And let them dry. Let them dry well. um, And make sure that there's no transfer. Let's let's say you you do some stenciling on a page. Just put it aside, let it dry really well, and then see if you get... um, uh, transfer. Um, like if you put another p- a white page on it, does it come up after a couple hours or not? If it does, if it does come up, then spritz it maybe with a little acrylic sealant spray and you're, and you're good to go. Um, probably spritz your sealant spray outside. I would recommend doing that. I think it's better uh, because that stuff tends to stink and it gets everywhere. So unless you want to seal your floors and your desk and all that kind of stuff, um, do it outside. I highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got so many possibilities. Um, okay, also exploring in the makeup world, eyeliners. Okay, just the good old pencil eyeliners. I mean, these things were made to smudge. I mean, a lot of the older ones, like the coal pencils or just like the old Maybelline pencils, nothing expensive. You know, the ones you used to put on and, you know, you put on on the top of your eye and next thing you know, they're underneath your eye and rolling down your face by the end of the day. Or you forgot to wash your makeup off uh, at night and you wake up and it's all over your face. Those are the ones you want because those have um, movable pigment. Now, maybe if you want to do something a little more archival, I don't know if it's going to be archival, but maybe it won't move so much. Go for the ones that are are no smudge. You know, today we have a lot of no smudge options. Or really, we have little felt tip eyeliners. I mean, really, really source your old makeup because, um, you know, sometimes we buy the stuff by the bushelfuls. And let's face it, these days... You're you're wearing a mask. Nobody's going to see half your face anyway, so you might as well put that makeup to some good use, right? Um, how about lipsticks? 
Lipsticks are beautiful pinks and reds and oranges and peaches and, and browns and tans. And, and you can get every color in lips. I mean, let's face it. Um, oh, uh, how about the chalk stuff that they're, everybody's using to color their hair different colors? That is pigment. That is pure pigment. I mean, you can just, you know, you get under that bathroom sink and you look. You just take a few moments, you squat down. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking bend over and look. I mean, you get down on the ground and you, you get in there and rummage. You rummage and you move the boxes and you, and you look to see what you shoved way back there. And you know what I'm talking about, way back there and you forgot about it. And you're like, oh, I'll use that someday. No, no, you won't. No, you won't. And um, you pull it out and you drag it into your little craft area and you say, okay, today, today I'm going to use this. And it doesn't have to be a hundred million things. It can be one thing. Bring out one thing and have some gall darn fun with it. Yeah, and just see where it goes. And I don't care how much fancy stuff you have. No, no, it's time to get out of the, I got to use the fancy stuff. No, 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 you don't. Um, You get out there and you just use what you have. And um, then maybe when you're done, you go for a nice walk in the park and you get a snack before you go and make sure you're well hydrated because you had a good day crafting and you had some fun. And remember that it does not matter if it's a Rembrandt or a Picasso or a Da Vinci when you're done. The barometer, the, the uh, litmus test is the fun factor. Did you have fun? Make sure you have a lot of fun out there. You guys take care. I'm at the park now with my bike. So I'm going to go for a ride and then I'm, I can't wait to get home and start crafting. I think I'm motivating myself. I'm going to go rummage in my old makeup. Um, all right, you guys take care. Happy crafting. Remember to sign up for the free monthly emailed newsletter. Um, you get all sorts of little perks with that free digital image, a note from the bookmaker, a seven to eight page list of junk journal supplies. You can scour the earth for and some junk journal tips and you can see the latest, um, uh, digi kits that come out. And also what I'm um, check out my Etsy shop. I'm going to be putting more items for the holidays coming up in there for sale. They might just pop up by surprise. I might do a video or I might do a little social media splash, but they might just show up in there. Maybe a journal, maybe a set of journals, maybe a little, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a big surprise. And, um, I'm also thinking of doing another little series about organization. And I thought this might be fun to maybe do on Fridays for a little while. We'll see how that goes. I'm going to roll that around in my head, but uh, that might be something you'd be interested to see, like craft organization and what, what's going on and how I, I tackle stuff. And um, I don't tackle stuff well, but I thought maybe you might be able to relate to, you know, um, too much stuff and um, trying to organize it so that you can see it and make it usable and easy to grab and, um, um, something that you might actually uh, um, remember to use because you can see it. I think that's probably 90% of the game. Um, so everybody take care. Um, I've got an Amazon store if you're looking for common or favorite tools and supplies that I use. I, I try and put everything that I can think of in there if you're looking for it. But a lot of this stuff can be found in Walmart, Hobby Lobby, or... Um, Michaels or eBay, you know, like the regular places you get stuff, AliExpress, you know, you name it, Etsy, Etsy, you can buy a lot of stuff on Etsy. But if you are looking for stuff, um, I try and put it there so you can at least get an idea of the details and stuff. And um, what else? Um, Sunshine's doing great. Holly's doing great. Pop's doing great. Lovebirds are doing great. And everything's good. So I hope you guys are having fun out there. Big hugs to all of you. Thank you so much for hanging out. And uh, make sure you get your dose of fun today because you deserve it. Take care, everyone. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.